You are now entering an uncomfortable conversation with your host, Nicole Jennings. Over the past probably week or two, for all of us that have been on Instagram or social media anywhere, really, kind of, I saw it on Facebook the other day, we've been seeing a lot of myriad of black and white images and one thing i don't do specifically when it comes to social media is i don't just jump on the bandwagon without doing any research because you will jump on something and doing something that seemingly looks harmless the trends or you know sometimes we'll get these chain posting things that take place almost like those little letters that you get in the summertime for the kids that's like buy a book and mail it to two people and write their names down and by the end of the summer they end up with 50 books or something like that so similar to that but on instagram social media whatever concept of it all is that it actually is something that the black and white photos is stemmed from turkey a country i actually had the opportunity to go and experience probably a couple of summers ago now my husband and I went and it was a beautiful beautiful place and I entered into it just you know excited to be there and understanding that as a woman when I was doing my research again before going international I I, I did my research and as a woman you're supposed to not be out late by yourself stay covered up all of these various things and so you know when you enter in you do what is the cultural norm for safety and just experience the culture, appreciate it for what it is, even if it's not something that you do on a normal basis and you leave, go home. Honestly speaking, can't say that the setup is any different over here when people come over here, depending on your nationality or ethnicity, basically how brown you are or not. Um, Your experiences with traveling would probably be somewhat similar but needless to say they did a movement kind of like black lives matter movement on tuesdays and when all of the protests and and things of that nature were going on for george floyd um blackout tuesday and so that's when you would go on social media and you would so this is what it was supposed to be for allowing the amplification of black voices while everyone else remains quiet but learning and listening and allowing that space to be filled by something other than a white voice because obviously traditionally speaking i honestly can't scroll without having to sometimes go and find the people that are even my family that i want to be engaging with on social media because if you're not scrolling by it enough or looking at it enough or whatever the algorithm has this thing it does and you get shown or fed the things that instagram or facebook or i mean i don't even know tiktok these days they show you what it is i think you want to see needless to say you will not be able to always be a part of a movement unless you're strategically doing so and that was the concept behind the tuesday blackout where you people were listening so the same thing with the gray pictures for turkey the picture actually was to resemble a missing woman's photo that you would sometimes see plastered on telephone poles or you know how sometimes i guess they would put them on whether it was like the milk box or some things where people are missing their loved one and it was for 
women that have been gone missing or been hurt or something of that nature by the hands of a man. And realistically speaking, everyone is thinking that these beautiful pictures that they're putting out is supporting women. And I guess in a way it is, but it's supporting women in a manner in which you have to recognize and acknowledge where the motivation is coming from. It wasn't a beautiful thing. No one wants their to put up that photo, the black and white photo on a telephone pole. And it, I think, might not be any different when it comes to an Instagram photo. But I understand the rationale behind it from both sides. But again, it's something that's important to recognize that the Turkish women have been crazily hurt and most recently one that the story was so horrendous that they too are in protests in regards to it. A man killing his girlfriend and trying to hide the body. When he couldn't hide the body, he tried to dump it in a barrel and burn it. And then if it didn't burn, it was heartbreaking. And then when I think about that concept here in the United States, you know, even with the concept of Breonna Taylor most recently being shot and killed in her home after her her boyfriend is trying to protect them in their home on a no-knock warrant. There's so many women here that we don't hear about because the stories and the tabloids are always perpetuating those things that are taking place uh, with a black man. And then it's important. It definitely is. But there's this thing a new term. It's not a new term. It's a term that is newer to the conversation of race in America called intersectionality. So think of it like this. You have north, south, east, and west. Each angle is a level of like the crossroads in the middle and each level of a trait of who you are. Like for me, my internet, my, I have an intersectionality of being black and a woman. And then there's some people who have it where it is transgender, um, black, female. And the closer you get to the intersectionality, the more intense your experience of life is. And for me, when I think about black women 80% of black mothers in a household are the sole breadwinners, even with the like the meager salary that they potentially would already be getting and struggling to sustain. When I think about that concept and the fact that yet still, as the incarcerment rate of black men continue to increase now. It is also an increase of the deaths of black women by the hands of those that have been afforded the responsibility to protect and serve them. Another young lady, Tatiana Jefferson, was the young woman who was killed again in her home in Fort Worth and in her home with her 
eight-year-old nephew. Tatiana was a pre-med graduate. So again, here we go with it doesn't, realistically, you think you do everything right and it doesn't even matter. Again, doesn't matter that aspect, but it does because a pre-med graduate in her home with her nephew and hears something out of her window goes to look and is shot by the police because she hears something outside her window. And as she's walking to the window, you know, on the outside, apparently, there's a put your hands up, show me your hands. And almost immediately, this officer fired a single shot into her window. And moments later, Tatiana is pronounced dead in front of the eight-year-old boy, baby boy. I have a seven-year-old son. I can't imagine what goes on in that baby's mind. And then we think about the concept of perpetuating fear into Black men, into the way that they behave. And then you think about Trayvon Martin and him walking home with Skittles. And because he's being followed, he runs. Because you're just walking down the street. You can't even do that. And because you're being followed, then you just don't run. You better not do that either. You're already walking down the street. Now, don't run down the street, too, because then we have to then transition over to Ahmaud Arbery, who can't jog down the street, potentially grab something to drink, some water from a construction site, and then go on about your business. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that either because you get shot. And it's something that it continues to happen repeatedly. The Say Her Name campaign is similar in the essence of the Black Lives Matter campaign starting up. And the Say Her Name campaign uh, catalyzed by the mothers of slain Black women and understanding that they're not just a story. They're not just a story. They are people who had a life and had a story that didn't get finished. They didn't get a chance to finish the story the way that they were planning on it. And it would be different if they were living a life of crime, but they were living while Black. So with that, take that tidbit and look into the Say Her Name campaign and see how many names of women and stories that you can learn about and have those uncomfortable conversations the next time you go around family and say, hey, did you hear about Tatiana Brown? Did you hear about a Tatiana Jefferson and her story? No? Well, let me tell you. So take that tidbit and go out and make a positive and lasting change in an uncomfortable but necessary conversation. Until next time, bye-bye.